provocative podcast. How to put my phone on airplane mode because I really. That's what I'm trying to do when I can't get it up. Siempre me llama. She always calls me when I am doing the podcast. She's probably gonna call me. Be like, what are you doing? Isi me mori, isi me mori. She's always like, if I died and you didn't answer the phone. Um, welcome, welcome, guys. So we didn't do a podcast episode last week because, guys, I had every intention to record, but I was so exhausted like and busy and busy like um and got back from georgia on monday from spending the weekend with my family and our families and kylie's birthday which was so much fun um and uh i had every intention to record but it was literally we had to leave thursday to cancun again so we got here monday and we had literally three days to get ready for cancun do all everything that we needed to do um work my runs everything and it was just a lot guys on wednesday i had like we had woken up at 5 45 i did a three hour run basically because i did a cool down run a whole track workout and then a uh uh, a warm up, sorry, run, a whole track workout, and then a cool down run. And it took like three hours. And then we had meetings. And then I had to go get my hair done. And then I had to go get my nails done, right? That same day. Yeah, oh, and then I had a laser appointment. I literally had appointments back to back to back to back. I literally did not stop. I like literally stopped for 10 minutes to eat breakfast, was out the door, was out the door doing things. And um, I felt bad because usually I have a little bit more energy when I go to get my hair done. And, um, I was just like a dead zombie. Like I wasn't even on my phone. I was just like this, like literally staring out. I was so tired and I got home and it was 4 p.m. And I was like, fuck, we need to record a podcast. And I was like, I just don't have the energy and I am have the worst headache. I'm like, if I record a podcast right now, I'm not going to give them my full love. I'm like, you, you guys know that if I'm not in here committed, I'm not going to fake it. And so, um, yeah, that's what happened. And then we left to Cancun Thursday or like early in the morning and we just got back yesterday <laughs> and then we have another trip looking on saturday toasty. looking toasty we had a little tan we're a little bit more tan i am actually probably the darkest i've ever been ever nah there was a time, there was a time you were addicted to tanning beds and you were looking leathery Le <laughs> looking leathery um but yeah so kylie's birthday what did you think of it yeah, kid life ain't for us, guys. <laughs> it ain't for us. That that child had me running around nonstop. Yeah, she quick. She's so fast. She is, and she's fearless, oh, which she's is so, so fearless. amazing she just to see. On everything and doesn't even think about the consequences. She doesn't, and she's so funny. So we took care of her Friday, and that day, tell them, <laughs> I was so exhausted. I was in the car just like the fox. We only took care of her from like nine to like two, three? two, three p.m. Yeah, two, three. So it wasn't even like a full day. When we dropped her off, you were you were dead. You were I dying. was dead, guys. Well, we also did a lot that day with her. With her, yeah. We had break we took her to breakfast, which usually she doesn't behave apparently. She actually behaved yeah, for us. Well. Then we took her to I went to go get new shoes, uh running shoes. So we took her with us, which was a pain in the ass because she was running around everywhere trying to throw all the little tennis balls they had. And then um we took her to the park and we took her to this carousel and then we took her to the there's a creative discovery museum over there in Tennessee and we took her there and she was running around i was chasing after her because she's two right so she just turned two and it's that age where you can't just let them run like they get hurt because she's so fearless she just like jumps on shit so i'm having to like chase behind her and i was just exhausted and we fed her some pizza and some cookies because she spotted the cookies she's fucking like she can spot 
sugary treats. And um, yeah, but we had so much fun. We bought her this little inflatable thing for her birthday and oh, yeah. Chris put bounce it in house. a little bounce house and put it inside the house and she was jumping and she's she was uh she was just so funny. We had so much fun and then on her birthday we actually went to like a a kids indoor playground and I'm telling you this kid is fearless. She would just go she wanted to go from the top slide down by herself and at first I'm like there's no way I'm letting her down by herself. Like she's going to get scared and Chris like no, let her down, let her down, let her go. Cuz she wanted to go and I was like fuck it, I'm just going to let her go. I was scared and she I was like, she's gonna start crying. At that first one, no, she did. She, she got scared. She got scared. But then she got over it. Yeah, and she just was savage. And her little laugh is so fun. I I love her so much. I think I cry now more when I leave my family because I leave her. Like as soon as I have to say bye to her, I'm already sobbing before I get in the car. Like I was just like crying hysterically in the car in the car after saying bye to her. I just. Oh, Kylie has my heart. I love her so much. Um, but it was fun. And then Cancun was fun. We didn't. I didn't get drunk chris got a little drunk I blacked out he blacked out how was that <laughs> so we went to cancun for one of my buddy uh one of my best buddies birthdays his name's george and the only times i've ever blacked out in my life have been with this guy and <laughs> what did you know it happened again this weekend but it's always because we end up crossing crossing liquors and that's never good we go from crown to tequila to vodka and, and it was it was not a it was a good time Luckily, I didn't black out until we got back to our room, to our hotel. But then I didn't even make it out that night. Yeah, like we were supposed we, to go We were out. supposed to go out that night, but I don't, I guess I just fell asleep. Yeah, your wife took good care of you. <laughs> I literally gave him his Pedialyte. I had one already prepared. I like told him, let's get, get in the shower. He came out. I had his little bottle of water with a liquid IV there on the side because I ordered him room service food and I woke him up so he could eat his quesadilla. He ate his quesadilla and I gave him his liquid IV and I let him sleep for like 11 hours. And the next day he was up at 8.30 and he was like, I feel good. I was like, I looked at him at breakfast. I was like, babe, do you feel hungover at all? He's like, nope. I was like, damn, I think on it. I honestly think it's the hydration, but I also think the fact that we slept so long because usually we, when we're drunk like that, we get home back at like 4.30 a.m. and then yeah. we wake up like at nine, so 10, so we only get like four hours of sleep. I think just sleeping it off helped you a lot. But it was a fun trip. I will say um, we did stay at a Hard Rock um in cancun because that's where like um so we're friends with george like he said but we're, we weren't we're not really friends with his friends we don't know his friends it was our first time meeting most of them and so that was just like the location they all picked but it wasn't like our favorite spot i don't think we'll ever go there again for sure ever go there again i do not recommend hard rock um it was the smallest hotel there i think in cancun i think they even said it themselves yeah. they said it's like 40 years old as well so yeah so like it was just like outdated super outdated um yeah but chris and i had a good time we had a little yeah, dinner at the beach we had a lot of sex it was good wiener chafe <laughs> <laughs> it did not uh um chris and i were talking about because uh, my ovaries are hurting really bad guys but it's because of my endometriosis chris and i were talking about uh there's like if there's such a thing as like girls getting like a type of blue balls because guys get blue balls and there is it's called what i told blue vulva or something blue vulva so like let's say you're really horny and you don't get to release the blood that's what it said like you don't because when you're horny blood? yeah when you're horny um the blood glow goes into 
the clit, the clitoris, the clitoris. And, uh, for the men, it goes in the penis. Well, when you orgasm, the blood releases, but it goes back into your body. Well, when you, um, don't, and you have that, you just have that constant pressure there and it'll release slowly, but you're kind of left with this residue pressure in there until you release it. <laughs> but for women because i was he's like what if you have blue ovary like blue balls and like that's why your ovaries are hurting and i'm like no I mean, he's like you got used to having sex so much that we haven't had sex in the last two days because we've been so tired and i was like no i don't think it's it because it's in my ovaries and i feel like that would like the pain would be more in the vaginal region and that's what it said in the when i was researching it it would it would be in that area you would just feel some pressure in that area i'm sure some of you girls <laughs> have had it most women over 45 get it often though get blue vulva yeah because uh because it's harder for women over 45 to get an orgasm mm. so they'll have sex and they'll Just stay unsatisfied. unsatisfied so then they, they like it recommended <laughs> feed me it recommended uh, they said women just get a vibrator yeah, and finish a uh, little interesting fact for you guys that we were talking about but sex has nothing to do with today's podcast episode um we actually wanted to talk about um i have three traits to help you succeed as an individual and as a couple i think we get a lot of these uh recently too to be honest i had no idea what we were, what we were talking about today until right now you'll you know you'll okay. everything we're, we're going to talk about you have something to say about it <laughs> um <laughs> um but we get a lot, I think, of questions, I, at least I do, of like people who are like very surprised um, that we both have very similar personalities in the sense of like how we're go-getters and what we do and our goals and things like that. So they're always asking like, how, what can I do to help my significant other get to that level or understand me or be in the same wavelength? So I just wanted to go over things that have helped us and um, yeah, so the first one I wrote, and I think this is a trait that anyone needs to have. I've listened to hundreds of podcasts that talk about the same thing. And the number one thing um, I would say, and I have written down is discipline. Would you not agree? Yes. Discipline for sure. I put, what is discipline? It is sticking to a plan, a choice, regardless of your emotions. So discipline is one of those things where it's like, if you say you're going to work out three, four times a week, you're going to go work out three to four times a week. It doesn't matter if you're tired from work. It doesn't matter if you had a bad day. It doesn't matter if you didn't really get to sleep a lot last night. Um, if you said you were going to do something, you do it besides. What am I last one saying, John? You do something regardless of how you feel. Sorry, not besides, regardless of how you feel. So for instance, for us, like, we work out sometimes we don't feel our best especially like i think for us it hits us harder when it's like a rainy day and we're like fuck just the drive and the drive it's rainy we don't really want to go but we still go because now thankfully it's part of a routine so we kind of feel like well if we don't go then what are we going to do for those three hours like so it's hard to set up a like a disciplined routine but once you do it just becomes part of your lifestyle and you know a lot of people are like well how do you do it and they i think a lot of just people attribute what you do to motivation and motivation is not the same thing as discipline you're not always going to be motivated i think a lot of people are motivated in the beginning when they first set a goal that's the only time motivation really ever happens it, it happens and helps you get off the couch really yeah it's in the beginning in the beginning and sometimes like uh for me for instance if i have goals i have to re kind of like motivate myself and remind myself like okay what why am i doing this like 
for instance, like right now that I just got back from this trip, I didn't run for four days over there. And I was on vacation, guys. I wasn't, I knew going into it. We thought we were going to run. I brought my we, running we, shoes. We, we took everything thinking we were going we to We were run. going to, but I didn't like, I didn't set yeah. an alarm for 4 a.m. Yeah. to go run. Like I was like, I'm not going to like pressure myself into waking up and like sleep depriving myself in order to run, especially because we're on, on a vacation. But if it would have been prep, completely different, right? And I don't think we would have planned, we wouldn't gone on vacation if we were on prep. But that's been the last two years on Georgie's birthday. We don't do his birthday. We don't birthday. do his birthday because we're, we're on prep. prep. Um, but, you know, I was like, oh, we're going on this vacation. I still want to enjoy myself. And I'm not going to deep, I'm not going to only get three hours, four hours of sleep and be in a bad mood for his birthday or when everyone's going out and having a good time because I'm so tired or whatever. But now that I'm back, like it, it, like you fall off routine. So this is, yeah, where discipline kicks in. But I also feel like I need to kind of like, okay, Jasmine, this is your goals. This is what you want. I kind of have to motivate myself again, like so that I, that discipline can kick in. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Because I feel like right now it's a little bit harder for me to get back into routine without reminding myself, okay, like what my goals are. Yeah. So um, how does one become disciplined? Well, I think first, so- First, you have to make a choice to do something. Yeah. And then it becomes a habit and then it becomes a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And when it becomes a lifestyle, that's when it's easier to stay disciplined because it's part of your everyday routine. Yeah. But at first, you're going to have to grind things out. You're going to have to do things you don't want to do just so that it becomes part of your everyday routine. Like, uh, I mean, when you first start any, any, anytime anyone starts something new, you're going to suck at it. Yeah. But eventually you start getting better, just like with running, with working out. You'll get stronger, you'll last longer running, you'll whatever it may yeah. be. But I mean, discipline is it's also like a mental fortitude thing. And at the end of the day, some people aren't just aren't just just are not gonna have it. Yeah. And some are gonna be significantly better at it. That's very true. I think sometimes we all wanna think we're the same or like uh Andy Priscilla said, not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur, right? Like you're like, especially right now with social media, everyone was like, oh, be an entrepreneur, be an entrepreneur. But like in reality, like not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. And I don't yeah. think everyone has the skill set to be disciplined. I think yeah. that you can learn it. Like you said, yeah, I mean, you could, if get, you, you could get better at it, but it's so easy to lie to yourself yeah. and be like, ah, you know what? I'm hurting. It's okay if I take the day off. Yeah. No, that's not what being disciplined yeah. is. And, yeah. and a lot of people are a lot quicker to give into their lies than yeah. most people are easier to give into their lies yeah. than to grind past them. Uh, yeah. And I think it takes, I think once you become disciplined, it's really hard not to be in the sense of like, I think like now that I'm back here, right. If I didn't go run today, like if I was just like, Oh, I'm really so I'm still really tired for my trip. I know I can't, I'm not going to go run. I would feel like complete asshole at the end of the day. Yeah. Like I just would not feel good about myself. Yeah. It's just cause you know, our days now are measured on certain metrics. And yeah. if, if you don't at least knock off 75% of them, you feel like your day was a waste. Yeah. You feel like you weren't true yeah. to yourself. And like, yeah, like Chris said, you have to set a goal. I think discipline comes in committing to yourself, setting that goal saying like, okay, I'm going to commit to do this for myself. Um, do you remember when you started to become disciplined? I mean, it's been since sports. I mean, I just knew like elementary school, I knew that the more I went to practice, the better I'd be at baseball. And then that carried over to the next sport and the next sport. Mm -hmm. And I think when I really started noticing it was in high school for track because I saw the results directly like 
if I worked my ass off during a track workout, my next race, I PR'd, I ran faster than the previous race. And like having that as a standard that could be measured showed me that my hard work was being paid off at the end. Mm. So that made me be disciplined and I, I would do everything to the T that I was told because I knew that it was going to provide me a result that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And the only, the only thing in my life that I could say that I wasn't disciplined with was schoolwork. But I think it was just lack of interest. Yeah. Like I never did most of my projects. I never did. I, I always got by just because I'm like, your dad I, rode your ass too if you yeah, did it. Yeah, he good. rode my ass. So uh, I, I did enough to get by, but I know that I could have done a lot more, but I really didn't want to with that. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like when I became disciplined. Because when I met you, I'm trying to think what I did before I met you. <laughs> I worked at the restaurant and I think that taught me discipline because I had a routine. Like I knew I had to work and like that kind of taught me discipline in the sense of like, oh, well, you have to work. And I never really was like... I don't think I ever told my parents like, oh, I don't want to work today. I don't think I ever said that, like actually to my parents. I just always worked at the restaurant. I think my discipline. But I, I don't know if that's discipline, though, because you didn't really have a choice. Right. But I think my discipline started coming in when I started running for sure. Mm -hmm. But I don't think my discipline was the same as yours in the sense of like you noticed that you got better. So you stuck to it. I just think for me. I was disciplined because I wanted to prove people wrong. Yeah. That was why I was disciplined. Like everyone looked at me guys when I was younger too, as like the pretty girl who did, couldn't do shit for herself. And I don't know why, but they just did. And so when I first started running guys, my first practice, I like literally finished with like, like crippled like this. Cause I had a side stitch and the coach was like, Oh yeah, she's not going to be back tomorrow. And I was back the next day. Like, I just really like to prove people wrong. I like, and I think that's why I was so disciplined because I was like, no, fuck everyone who like doubts me. I'm going to keep doing it. And I think that just started being a trait of mine. And then watching you, obviously, who you are and who you surround yourself and, and if your significant other is a certain way, you're going to be a certain way. And I think that uh, over everything, like, I think it's, it's a huge blessing that you were so disciplined and you were so involved in sports and you wanted to be better because that kind of rubbed off on me and I wanted to be better in running. But I, w I never went to a practice thinking this practice is going to make me better. <laughs> I just went to a practice because I was like, well, eventually, like I need the I need to run because then if not, my 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 um, race is going to suck. But I don't think I ever was like, OK, this extra 200, is going to make me better or running this extra mile is going to like yeah. Like, I just didn't think that way when I was younger. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's just also a competitive thing. I think you did it, but you didn't really do it to be the best. Yeah. And I've always wanted to be the best yeah. in everything. Yeah. So I guess you did things to prove other people wrong. Mm -hmm. I did things to prove that I was right. That like, you were great. That I was good. That, and yeah, you still are great. like that. And I'm still this way. <laughs> I literally taught, I love, yeah. I fucking thrive, guys. I thrive on people being like, how the fuck does she do it? Bitch, I can do it. You think I can't do it? I'll fucking do it. And you thrive on greatness. And I don't thrive the same way. Like, I just don't think about like, well, I want to be the best at this. I'm just like, I can do this and I can do that and I can do that and I can do that. So people were like, damn, she can do it all. I'm like, I can do it all. <laughs> Like, I just love that. Like, I just do. But 
yeah, I was just trying to think back of when I started becoming disciplined. And I do think sports for sure help a lot build that discipline. Cause I think if not, then you don't build discipline until later in life when you're an adult and you can actually have goals and you're like, or like maybe in college, you're like, okay, I do want to be, um, I do want to get good grades. Well, actually in high school too. Like if you, th- there was a lot of girls who were very disciplined, oh, yeah, for sure. right? With grades and they would fucking read all the books and do all the studying. <laughs> and I was like, I'm hanging out with them because it made you want to be a little smarter or whatever. But it does start, I guess it like, it can start at a younger age with, with schoolwork and stuff. But I think, yeah, like just wanting to be better at school and then sports definitely helps you at a younger age. And then once you're a little bit older and you have goals and you're like, okay, I really, I think for a lot of people you get to like a point um, and I'm going to use like weight loss as a big one because I think sometimes as an adult, you get to a point where you're like, I don't love the way that I look. And it, it takes you until that you get to like this one point where you're like, I fucking hate the way that I look that you commit and you become disciplined because it's hard guys. It's hard being disciplined. It's hard committing to it. But then once you start it and you realize, okay, like if I stay disciplined and I can commit to myself, like I'm happier and the people around me can see that I'm happier and it inspires people around me and I'm doing things to better myself in my life. It's a really, really good feeling. But everyone you ask, any motivator, anyone will always tell you discipline is going to help you succeed in life. Um, how do we incorporate, before we move on to the, uh, the next thing, how do we incorporate discipline in our lives now? I mean, I just want your opinion. I eat what I have to eat, even if I don't want to eat it. Oh God, yeah, I do cardio. I big chicken. I'm so tired of that <laughs> damn big chicken. I do cardio, even though I fucking hate cardio now. He's running done, with me. Having done it so much during my lifetime, I'm just over running, but I'll, I'll do it. In whatever essence I need to do cardio, I'll get it done. I do workouts on my tired days. I do tired. I do workouts on my good days. I do what needs to be done no matter what. Yeah. And that goes for work too. Like I grind out whatever needs to be grinded out. Yeah. Same. I think because of our lifestyle so involved in the fitness community, we're just super disciplined with things. But we are also like, we're disciplined when, when things need to get done, but we also know like we have a good balance in our lives yeah. too. So all right, number two uh, trait to help you succeed as an individual and a couple action behind your purpose. What does that mean? People say that they want things or they want to do things, but they never really take the time to ask themselves what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Would you not agree? Yeah. I think that this is the number one thing that people always, when we meet them and they actually get to know us, will tell us that they are very like, They've, ne- they've never met people like us in the sense of like, if Chris and I say we're going to do something, we're going to do it. Like if I'm t- telling you right now, I'm going to prep, I'm going to prep. If Chris tells you I'm going to prep, he's going to prep. If I tell you I'm going to do this, we're going to do it. Shit happens, life happens, and sometimes the road isn't you know easy or the original plan gets fucked up or the original goal that you wanted isn't what you accomplished, but we still accomplish it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of people lack that. And that is one of the traits that I think is so important to have, to have that action behind the words that you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to do something, fucking do it. One, people will respect the hell out of you because to be honest, I don't, I heart like it's hard to respect someone who tells me that they're going to do something and then they don't do it or they back out. I just feel like I understand. I can be a little bit more understanding than you. When it comes to those things, I could be like, okay, life happened, this happened, whatever. But it's still kind of like, fuck, I was hoping I had the standard for you. I was hoping that you were yeah. going to say, do what you said you were going to do. Yeah. So 
I mean, I think what what you're saying is 100% true, but I think it also has different levels to it. So I think at the most beginning level of everything, I think inaction is the death of dreams. Like most dreams won't happen just because people simply won't even start. I think that's the number one thing. And then the number two thing is people don't go at it with the intensity that it needs to be at to get, get things done. Yeah. And then the last, most people aren't even finishers. Yeah. And, and we've had so many friends this way Yeah. who start something but won't ever finish. They'll just bounce to something else because it got too hard or too inconvenient or interfere with something in their life. So they just rather just not finish and they'll recommit to something different. Yeah. But yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know how else to expand on that. Yeah, no, I, I just think it's important. I think... I think before too, like I was like, I I wrote it down. Um, Don't just speak to speak, right? Don't just say, hey, like for us, when we, we don't tell anyone what we're going to do until we're like fully ready, committed. We're like, we're going to do it. I think sometimes people talk out of their ass. They just do, (laughs) right? Like they just do. And they're like, hey, yeah, guys, I want to do this. And I'm going to do that. And then like next month, like Chris says, you, you ask him, Oh, Hey, Hey, Hey bro, how's this going? Ah, oh, no, no, no. I got too hard or I just couldn't diet or like, I didn't realize how hard it was going to be. And then you're like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you, you kind of get bummed down and it's really, it, it sucks because like, it's disappointing. Like it's for me too. Like I, like I enjoy having people around me that say that like, they're going to do something right. Like Brittany, for example, she signed up for her full marathon. She knew she wasn't going to go in there and be number one or even have a fast pace. But I still appreciated that I have a friend in my circle that said she was going to do it regardless if she didn't run before and committed to it. Hell, she twisted it. She fucking sprained her ankle four miles in. She had like 20 miles left to go. She literally had 21 22 miles left to go when she sprained her ankle and she fucking still finished. Right. So like for me, it's like, I can fucking respect that. Like I, I enjoy seeing people ground like that because that's how I am. Like I, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to fucking do it. And you know, I understand things change, but I 100% agree with you. I think most people are just not finishers. They're just not, or they don't realize Sometimes people just don't realize how hard these goals are going to be. And mm-hmm. they don't, they come, they, they, when things get tough, I guess they just kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. On to the next thing. Yeah, I don't know what your list is, but I yeah. mean, self-awareness is, is a big thing. Yeah. And then, no, I don't have a huge list for this. Okay. I just wanted to go off on what you were. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying like for this, I don't know what your other talking points are. So I, no, I just I, have one more. Okay. So yeah, being self-aware is a big thing but before i like before we even talk about that like i think uh you know i've always thought that the value of a man comes from his word and if i keep seeing a guy more more guys than females because i honestly i feel like females are emotional and they'll just talk sometimes i agree agree. but i feel like most men if you're gonna speak on what you're going to do you better fucking do it if not you literally lost all my respect because i hate dudes who talk out their ass because then everything you say beyond that point is going to be meaningless to me. Even if you're telling the truth, like I'm going to take it as you're bullshitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it comes to the old saying, you know, actions speak louder than words. Well, I think there, there's also value in your words when you know that that person has always proven mm-hmm. them, like they always are a man of action right. what, it, to what they're saying. Right. So words could be valuable as well. No, yeah, yeah. 
um, with self-awareness, I think it's true. I think yeah. being self-aware of what your goal is, right? You can't... What your goal is and what you're capable of. Right, what you're capable of. We literally just had this conversation the other day. We were like, me and Chris, sometimes we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, guys. We have very different personalities. Okay, we see eye to eye on a lot of things You're a lot for more us. compassionate for other people. Yes. Where I have... Almost you're no, no, you're on, the, and I was gonna talk about you're on the extremist, right? I think I'm a little bit more in the middle. I don't take things to the extreme. I think life has taught me like there are um, certain things that happen, right? And it makes me a little bit more compassionate because people, things change, right? You're a very extremist, but what I meant, like to say, we don't, we see eye to eye in in our in our relationship. It's not relationship, but we are very diff. We have very different opinions sometimes on like just like life shit. Like sometimes we'll have different conversations about um, sports and I'll ask him a question and we'll kind of like, he'll have an opinion and then I'll be like, well, this is my opinion and we'll go back and forth. And it's one of my favorite things to do with you because I really like picking your brain, even though I don't think you, you really take into account what I say or even consider my opinions because you have yours. But we were just talking about this, about sports and how it's what you're capable of, right? Like sometimes uh, guys, I can't sit here and say I'm going to do dance and in, in a year I'm going to be like the best dancer. Like I'm not capable. First, I don't I, I'm not flexible enough. I don't think it could be flexible in a year. Like or like, for example, I don't think Chris could be like, I'm going to be the best basketball player there is. Like yeah. he, his height does not allow him to. Right. So like you do have to be honest and self-aware of what you're capable of. Right. What you're capable of, capable of and set goals according to that. But I do think that, you know, you do need a game plan. You can set goals for yourself and and have then a game plan. And this is where discipline comes in. And I think a lot of the people that are not finishers just don't, don't have the discipline to finish. Would you not agree? I mean, sometimes I think it's discipline and sometimes they just don't have the right attributes or character or whatever it may be to actually get the job done. They might have set the goal to be too big mm. or something that's unachievable to, to who they are as a person. Yeah, that's true. Like I could say, like back in the, or even now I could say, I want to run a freaking mile in sub four minutes. I know for a fact I can no longer do that. Mm -hmm. But if I started training for that and then realized it, then I, I'm not going to be able to finish that goal because I don't think it's achievable for me now anymore. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. But that's what I was just telling you before this podcast. What were you telling me? Uh, about the running goal. I think what the goals that you had were achievable. Okay. We'll get to that conversation <laughs> later. We're not going to have this on air. <laughs> um, but yes, I do. But that's what I was saying. That's when I'm a little bit more compassionate because I can understand that. Okay. That person realized that they couldn't achieve that goal. I think sometimes you're a little bit more like, oh, well, they just didn't try hard enough. No, I'm no. <laughs> the the instances and in where I'm not compassionate is where someone just sets the littlest baby goal and expects this grand like high five and praise at the end of accomplishing a goal that is so basic that anyone could do like I'm not going to applaud that. That's okay. where my compassion I have no compassion for that. Okay. Anyways, before we move on to the next <laughs> thing, what do you feel like attributed to this for you to have this characteristic my upbringing yeah i mean my dad always set super high expectations 
for academics, for sports. But this, I guess growing up with that, I also wanted it for myself. Because yeah. even once he became not as involved in like with high school and college and all that, I still wanted to do that for myself just because I loved the feeling of being good. I love the feeling of knowing that so-and-so couldn't run faster than me, that I was ranked so-and-so in this event, became All-American as a freshman, whatever it may be, made me feel fucking great. Mm -hmm. And even now, like, you know, I want to chase that in terms of bodybuilding. And it might not happen. Maybe it can happen. But I'm going to do what I can to mm -hmm. make it happen. But, I mean, yeah. something that was instilled in me and then I actually wanted it to be part of my future. Yeah. I was trying to think about me. My therapist says that there's like, she always wondered, like my old therapist wondered like if I had like some godmother, like some fairy godmother who like helped me in my upbringing because my family is so different. But I will say that I think just watching my parents work and my dad, like he, my dad was very like a hard worker and he always, like my if my dad said something, it was because there was meaning to it. Like my dad was never a bullshitter, I think. And my dad didn't like bullshit either. So I think- that kind of helped me and then obviously when i started getting in a relationship with you i basically obviously you guys know if you're a first time listener i started dating chris when i was 15 so i was super young and you grow with people right and they 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 rub off on you and i think just like being around you obviously made me have that characteristic too but i think i always wanted more out of my life too like i always wanted more i I wanted to prove, I, like I told you, prove people wrong, but I, I, I personally love the feeling of knowing that like I achieve great things or I do, I don't do just you like the bare minimum, right? Yeah. So I do a little bit more beyond. I might not be as competitive as he is, and I'm not like a super competitive person per se, but I like at first I thought that I needed to be that way, but I, I'm happy with who I am. Like I don't feel like I need to be competitive in order to be a better person. I just want to be better for myself but i was just thinking about like my upbringing because ours was very different but i just think just seeing my hispanic family always my dad was very disciplined my dad always had to do what he had to do my mom always even now shows up to work regardless if she's sick and i'm on the one to be like stay at home do this my mom just my mom's always shows up so i think just growing up with that really helped us too all right. And then lastly, I just want to say this, like people will take you, will never take you serious if you don't have action behind your words. And like, I'm just, it's plain and simple, especially like you said, I think women, yes, we have the, um, reactive response sometimes where we're like, Oh, I'm going to leave his ass. I'm going to leave his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you ain't leaving nobody. I, Calm the fuck down. She's <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god, you remind me of uh, sometimes when we get mad at the guys and we're like, this motherfucker, like, you just, you're like, nah, girl, you just mad right now. You know, you're gonna cook him dinner. You know, you're gonna wake your ass up at 4 a.m. to make him breakfast. He's still gonna suck his pee pee. <laughs> but it is true with, as a guy, like, you, as a man, you wanna have that trait, right? But, all right, lastly, investing in yourself. And this one's like really important as a couple because, um, I think sometimes people, I have this thing where Chris and I learn things very differently. We enjoy different things. And for a while, because I was listening to podcasts and I was doing, like I, I run and I listen to motivating podcasts or motivating things or whatever it is. I was like, well, or reading a motivating book and uh, he wasn't. And I'm like, well, like I'm over here investing in myself 
Like, how is he just not going to be investing in himself? And I was thinking it in the term of he's not investing in himself the way that I'm investing in myself in the same way, like podcasts or whatever. And then so I had to have a conversation with him and I was like, hey, I feel like I'm doing this, I'm doing that and you're not. And he's like, yeah, because that is not what I enjoy to do. But this is what I do. When you're out running and you're listening to podcasts or you're reading your book, this is what I'm doing. And then having that conversation with him made me realize, okay, we don't both have to invest in ourselves in the same way. I think that was a really good conversation that we had because for a while I felt like some sort of way, like not better than you, but I felt (laughs) like, what the fuck? Like he's just bumming at home while I'm over here trying to learn but I understand that I need more motivational words versus you, you need don't to need to be affirmed a lot. I need, yes, reaffirmed, I need reaffirmed a, lot. a lot. You don't. Yeah. And our way of, I guess, investing in ourselves is very different. Mm-hmm. You like to watch YouTube videos. I don't ever watch YouTube videos. You like to read forums. I never read forums. You just like to do different things than I do. But I think when we had that conversation, it helped me because it, <laughs> when it humbled my ass, I was like, damn, he actually is doing all this shit that I didn't even, th- I didn't even know, right? Because we didn't really talk about it, I think. I think sometimes you don't want to talk to me because you don't want to explain to me. That, like, you just don't want to go through the truck. Maybe. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You ask way too many questions sometimes. When? Uh, like, you, you, you ask questions with, like, no no basic knowledge so but i like, still want to know yeah so that's why i just like shh, 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 stay quiet and, and you're over here praising our communication <laughs> like no it's not it's not the same um okay can you give some 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 about what i'm saying i mean self-betterment is important just for the sake of being a better person like you just don't want to you don't want to stay the same person your whole life like there's there's no sense in being that unless you're content i guess if you're content there's really no point in self-betterment what do you think is there i mean i think people get content for that moment but like you change life changes like regardless if you're content life happens and moves and you're gonna be you're going to get new experiences. And I just think overall, like you should always try to learn. But I think there's also people who go through things, experiences and never learn from them. Cause they're not self-aware. <laughs> That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. That's a whole nother thing. I, I mean, yeah. Sometimes people like if they're, if they're listening to the podcast, they're not content with their lives. Yeah. Right. If you're listening to this podcast is because you're trying to better your life. 100%. You're not just sitting there and be like, I'm like, you can be happy with your life, but you're also trying to learn and grow and be different. But I, I've talked about it before and I know it's easy investing in yourself is the number one thing, right. To get, to succeed in life. But I really wanted to do this as like, talk about this as a couple because, because of that, because I think I've had people say, well, I'm trying I want to be better, but so-and-so isn't, in but so-and-so is it. And I was like, so I, I sat back and I listened and then I was like, okay, have you asked them? Have you asked them what they do to learn? And they were like, no. I was like, that's what you, first thing you should do. Because they may be learning while you're gone doing all these things in their own way. They might have learned some things about whatever it is that you're not into to better themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's just because you're not both learning the same things doesn't mean that you're not both growing. 
And I think that was what the, like, it's very important to understand that just because, like I said, I like podcasts and I like to be self, um, no, what was the word I used? Um, not, not self reaffirmed. Doesn't mean, I know you don't need to be reaffirmed. Like you get one concept and that concept is stuck in your head. I understand that concept and I like the concepts to be fucking told to me a hundred different ways. I enjoy it. I love it. That's where I get my motivation. Like my discipline carries me to run in the morning, but then my motivation is there when I'm listening to the podcast and Ed my let's like be disciplined girlfriend. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm disciplined. Like that is what fires me. It doesn't fire you. But when I come back and I learn that, okay, he's sitting down and he's listening about crypto and he's watching the same guy. What's his name? That Asian guy, Brian Jung. Yeah. Brian Jung every day. I'm like, okay, he, my man's learning. Like sometimes it's just that, com- like we said, communication, that talk that you need to have, like, Hey babe, what are you doing in your life? that is bettering that you're investing in. Maybe, maybe they're not right. Maybe yeah. they're not. So, but and then that's a whole different conversation. Then that's a conversation that you need to have with that person. Be like, Hey, I'm over here doing X, Y, Z. And it would be nice if you were investing yourself, because if you are growing and we, you are getting ahead, we are growing and we are getting ahead. Um, and I want to say you are not your partner. Do not compare yourself to your partner. Right? Like I've done it so many times. I think primarily because I grew up with you, it's very like, I want to, I want to be like you. Like I just do like, because you have very wonderful traits as a guy. I have a very feminine energy, but I also have a very strong masculine energy guys. And because of that, it's really hard for me to vibe with females sometimes. And I like just naturally gravitate to men. I love being surrounded by like men, not because of like, like sexual, but like, I like their energy. I like the way they think. I like their like, like savageness and like sometimes I want to be more like Chris when I realize like he's his own person I'm my own person at the end of the day I'm still a female I have way more emotions than he does and just because he's competitive or he thinks a certain way it doesn't mean that I have to think the exact same way and when I learned that it made me feel more confident in who I am and I still struggle with it sometimes um we just recently had a conversation about it but it's it's easier now when I go back and be like, okay, I'm not him. I'm not Andy Frisella. I'm not these men. Like, And it's always men, if you think about it. I never tell you, like, I never compare myself to women when it comes about actual, like, like internal traits. Does that make sense? I feel like you don't follow women, though. So that I don't, I don't feel like you have any women you could compare yourself to. Cause I just don't ever like any women. <laughs> like I, I, like I follow models and stuff, but I don't ever yeah, really follow motivational speakers. Yeah. I don't know why. I just don't. I couldn't even name one. If I, I couldn't tried. name one either. I just came across that one that I like already disliked. I was like, you stupid <laughs> as fuck. She was like making fun of the Kardashians and shit. I was like, get, get the hell out of here. This is not woman. Empower. I think it's because sometimes female speakers talk poorly about women and I don't like it that I just haven't found one that I can vibe with yet. But anyways, my point is that would you not agree? You haven't really said anything much on this topic about what I said that just because you learn things one way or you invest in yourself one way does not mean that we have to invest. You're just not adding anything. It was because you already said it. Like I'm like, what? Yeah, she's right. Yeah, 
I mean, everyone is find find the avenue that works best for you and stick to it. And yeah. it's not going to be the same avenue for everyone. Outlet, whatever. Guys, <laughs> you know what, guys? I don't think he's going to be a good co-host. <sighs> Just because these topics are too serious, we need we need some laughs, some some something, We've been laughing some, at- some a little looser. This is this is too much. People want to learn. Yeah, they the, want to learn. The last about one this. was a learning one. Okay. Next one's gonna be a funny one, guys. A funnier one. This okay. is this is this is a buzzkill. Oh my god! Oh, guys, this is not a buzzkill. They're learning, or they are reaffirming what they already know. <laughs> they are reaffirming themselves that they are on the right path. Whatever. I have invest in yourself. I also put be selfish and set boundaries between you and others. Um, me more so than you need to do that. Yeah. I mean, when I have a goal, I fucking, I do what needs to be done. He's that, savage. Jasmine sometimes lets people interfere with which, what needs to be done. Yep. <laughs> and then learn to say no. You always say no. Yeah. I, I'm like, I always say no. You so always say maybe no. you can speak on that. Um, I'm learning to say no. I'm learning to like set boundaries. I think, as a female guys, it's hard, right? We have these emotions. And I think, you know, for a long time, I wanted to be more logical and a hundred percent logical and no emotion. And then my therapist was like, you're not a man and you're not a robot, right? You're going to have emotions and things like that. Um, but I'm learning, I get comfortable sometimes I get too comfortable and I like let things not slide, but like I, I give way more, I give and I give, and then it gets to the you point. Give way you give way more like of yourself. Yeah. And then I get lost and mm-hmm. then I get hurt. And then I'm like in this yo-yo pattern. I think it's part of life. Right. But I'm learning that, that like you always do have to have boundaries with people and every boundary with every different person is different. Right. My boundary with him is, I don't think we have any boundaries, but my boundary with other people, like if it was a size of thickness is thick, thicker with some people and it's thinner with others, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's important, right? Investing in yourself and learning to say no. Like if you want to stay in and do things that you want to do or say no because it's it. I think, you know, like for example, like social events, it's okay to say no if you have goals. Like it's okay to go to social events, right? Like everyone's to be like balanced. But sometimes like if you really have a goal set in mind, like I'll tell them like I'm not going out to eat. Like I'm trying to lose weight, girls. Like when my friends know that I'm taking shit serious, I'm taking shit serious. I'm like, I'm like, like let's get together, come over, we'll have macro friendly snacks here at the house and we can hang out, but I'm not going to go and order pizza. Right. Like it's just, why are you laughing? <laughs> Cause we'll have macro friendly snacks. Yeah. Like macro, because it's better than me going out and picking out or doing whatever, because now I'm still like, I'm still hanging out with my friends, but I'm also still committing to my goals. Like it's okay to say no to certain things. If it's going to affect you or, you know, derail you from the path that you're on. So just I know this one I know this one was a serious one, but it's because I really wanted to talk about these traits because they're important to have. Now you made me feel like this wasn't a good podcast episode. I'm not saying it wasn't good. Yeah. I wanted to have him as a co-host and all you girls were like, yeah, we love him. We love him. <sighs> I love him too, but I'll make another one funny. I think it's also just like 
You just, you I think just, it's because you already know this and you're just like, I already no, know this. This is how I, I live. You just didn't give me talking points. Like I had no idea what we were talking about. Because you didn't even ask. <laughs> and I'm not going to reaffirm what you're reaffirming. Because like, if I, I have, had just said, what is discipline? You would have been like, discipline is, I don't know. What do you have? That's what you would have said. <laughs> That's what you would have said. Um, but I'll be more prepared next time. You got to at least let me look over the outline. Okay. I said I was going to do or, that. Or leave like some blanks for me to fill in. Because you you just, you said everything and then you're like, what do you have to add? <laughs> I ain't got shit else to add, bro. You covered it, it all. <gasps> okay, okay. You still in my thoughts. I think you asked me some of these things in the car and then you jot them down as, for, as your ideas. <laughs> you're such a liar. I did not. I literally had these before. We just talk about this stuff a lot. Yeah, we, we, we talk about it a lot. This is like, I made this podcast episode because we just talked about this. And I think that's why you're like, well, I already, like you were like, I already know this. But we already talked about it. It's because we talk about this stuff a yeah. lot. Chris and I are very, we like to talk about things and we like to like, um, what's the word? We like to kind of like look at other people and, you know. Um, break them down. <laughs> break, them down. <laughs> break down their traits, see what traits are good, see what traits are bad so that we can be like, hey, you suck. No, we don't say that, but we help when we can, if they care for our advice. But anyways, anything else you want to add? No. Okay. Nothing. Jeez. Sorry, I'm trying to drink my water, guys, because it is 95 degrees. It's 101 today here in Houston. It's supposed to be 95 to like 7 p.m. I don't mm -hmm. know how the hell I'm going to run. I'm going to run like at 8 p.m., 9 p.m. in the dark or something. But anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. I promise I'll make the next one funnier. We'll talk about something funny. If you have any topics in mind, anything you want to ask Chris, because we, we have them here about men or whatever it is, Send it to me. We'll make the next one a really good, uh, fun one. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you guys next week. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.